Hey everyone! So this one's a bit late, I know, but with everything going on, on my end, like I say every week, it was just a little hard to get it out on the Sunday upload, but we're still going to keep trying for that Sunday upload day. I want you guys to listen to something on your way to work, so that's the goal. It looks like today you guys are going to listen to something on your way home from work, so we're almost there. I did want to have a quick couple announcements before we get into this player interview, and they're going to be really, really short, so I'll make them super, super short. Player interviews and more lore dumps are going to be the cream of the crop for the next few weeks until we start our game. I want to upload maybe two a week. That might not always be the case, but that's what I'm going to be shooting for. So be patient, and I promise you, you won't be disappointed. The new mic setup I have is really good. I tested it out myself. You need three devices all running their own microphone, but it kind of gives a really good around the table. Hey, that's our that's our thing. <laughs> it's, it gives a good little atmosphere effect. It's not too hard in editing, and it should be a breeze in terms of always making sure we have a good audio recording. There might be some days that aren't as good as the others, but it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot better. I know the issue with seasons beatings was a little not the best audio quality, but you know we're getting there. We're we're getting there. Uh, there are gonna be a few more promotions coming this way, so stay tuned for that. If you're sitting there going, more? I didn't even know there was one. Yeah, go listen to the end of Seasons Beatings. Uh, you guys will not be disappointed, and it I'm super pumped about it. And that one will continue to run, but I want to get that one going when the game actually starts. That way we have maximum number of people listening, and these player interviews can kind of stand on their own. Also, I figure I might as well say in one of these episodes too, I'm on a decent number of social media sites, and by I, I mean Dicey Outcomes. We're on a lot of them. We're not checking all of them all the time. I can post them, so if you guys are staying up with the show, you can follow us on any one that you check regularly and you'll be updated. But I don't check Twitter. I don't check Twitter. That's what I'm really going with this. I check Instagram and Discord are the big two that I check a lot. So if you want to get in touch with us, if you want to just shoot, a, shoot us a quick message, go right ahead. Those two are going to be your best spots. Twitter is not going to be your best spot. So just know that going forward. And yeah, I hope to hear from you guys soon. So without any further delay, please enjoy the interview with the amazing, the creative, the incredible Ben. Please enjoy, guys, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I have a special phone-in interview with the famous, the one, the only. Say your name. Uh, ben Davis. There we go. Uh, ben is going to be one of our players, and he is currently recording um, our second player interview because our first one I lost and <laughs> didn't <laughs> record half of it. So here we are doing it over the phone slash Discord. <laughs> uh, cool. So, Ben, I did actually get interview questions this time that aren't just shitty um, because okay. I definitely stole one of yours. <laughs> so I know they're I not all much. bad. Uh, the first question first is the first section is going to be tell us a bit about yourself. And the first question I have for that is what are you drinking right now? But based on what you told me, I bet it's probably water. Uh, a little bit about myself. I graduated from the University of Cincinnati uh, with a four year degree in criminal justice. I do amateur strongman as a correction to Ian's uh, professional strongman statement in one of the early episodes. I do amateur strongman. I play semi-professional football. Um, I've been a part of a few league championships. 
um, a couple national championship teams. So there's that. And I'm pretty much just like your very large, weirdly athletic nerd. And right now I am right now I'm drinking water because I have come down with a case of COVID. But you're doing pretty good. Everyone that is with you and like in your life, in your house is doing pretty good still, correct? Uh, To the best of my knowledge so far. That's all. That's all we could ask. Since we're talking a bit about yourself, let's go ahead and tackle your favorite D&D memory. Uh, My favorite D&D memory. Um. I think probably one of my favorite D&D memories was uh, one of the very first campaigns I ever got to play uh, for a very, like, brief moment because the campaign died soon thereafter. Uh, It was a fifth edition campaign, and I was playing a druid. Um, And I figured out that I got two wild shapes a day at uh, second level. So it made it really interesting because I came up with a technique uh, called fly horse. Uh, <laughs> yeah. where I would turn myself into a house fly and fly over someone and then turn myself into a uh, war horse and then drop from the sky on them. And uh, yeah, that's a lot of fall damage for a horse. So like I, it was kind of like a kamikaze, but then I would just, I would just go back to being my level two druid. Yeah. So, Cause what that horse's HP goes down, you're just a druid. Yeah. That's fine. But I think that was one of my favorites was, uh, we we had a scenario where we were trying to get information from a group of people and we were just bringing in different people from this group uh, into a room, interrogating them. And uh, I, I basically just stayed on the ceiling. And then when the interview started to go poorly, I would just turn into a horse and drop on them, usually killing them. Then we would throw the body out the window. Uh, we really didn't have a plan, so we just had a pile of bodies out the window, uh, which which uh, was a little suspicious after a while. You know, after about five or six dead bodies just sitting outside of a window. All bludgeoned to death by hooves. Not even bludgeoned. They're just like, it's just puddles. It's just puddles. Puddles, puddles. of people. Puddles to death by hooves. Yes. That's funny. Cool. Well, tell me your character name, because I have it written out in the the way we say it but what is, what is the actual spelling of your character uh the actual spelling is uh t-o-a-d dash two l two l so it's toadstool toadstool perfect and give tell me as much as you want to about your character and your backstory you can keep some stuff hidden but you know people want to know so let's let's try to find a happy medium on that and uh, i'll just let you just explain away because i think it's awesome i love your character obviously by the name you can probably tell that i am a warforged uh druid um and uh toadstool kind of has an uh obsession almost with uh mushrooms and wanting to become alive because as a warforged he doesn't feel that he is a living creature um he feels that he's a robot and he feels that he is trying to figure out how to become more alive. And he's seen how how mushrooms basically take things that are dead and turn them into a lot alive things or mushrooms. They they take things that are dead and make them uh, living organisms. So he's trying to figure out how to do that to himself. And he slowly started replacing bits and pieces of his metal 
with pieces of wood that have uh, fungus on them of different kinds. So that's that's a little bit about Toadstool and his mentality for things. I think that's really cool. I'm really interested and like really excited to play this because it's like a big thing in Eberron that all the Warforges are being now considered. You know, they're, they were considered throwaway soldiers, but now they're everyday people in life trying to find their way. So there's this whole race of people that are people trying to find their way. And you are the one that is like, no, we're robots. I'm not alive. And so I'm really excited for you to just role play that with another Warforge. Yeah. And... I, I feel like it's I feel like it's a hard programming um, for him that that's that's kind of how he was programmed initially to believe. And so now he's trying to figure out rather than just accept, oh, you've been given the status of alive. He's trying to become independent in a way and make himself actually alive. Yeah, the whole process of naming Warforges and stuff, it's not super clear and concise and consistent with some of the source material I read. Mm -hmm. So it's very possible that your character came from like a time where they're just labeling with letters and numbers and didn't really give you a much of a like uh, core memory or personality. I don't know. I just think it's super, super, super cool and neat. And uh, I really liked how we had to just like uh, more or less house rule some things of since you're replacing your body with more wood than metal. Yeah. Uh, how to go about that. I think it's really cool. And you have one really key characteristic about your character. I really like. Oh, are you are you talking about his head? Yeah, I'm talking about his head. Um, So he, he has a uh, mushroom cap as like almost a hat. But it it's not. It looks like a hat, but it's really just like growing out of his uh, circuit board. So the mushrooms have really incorporated themselves into his being and his existence. So I imagine it as just because that's me. Is it like one of those big like samurai straw hats looking thing? I imagined it more like <laughs> like a toad from like Mario Kart or like from Mario. <laughs> like a big bulbous looking thing. Yeah, just just. <laughs> but I mean, that can always be changed. It depends on how uh, how the art looks when we create it. But sure, but the, that, the mushroom can how... also the mushroom can just change. We it's a magic mushroom on a magic warforge. So what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to abide by any normal mushroom laws. Or maybe he just maybe it's the big one, and then he's like, "This is too bulky," and just grabs a knife and just. <laughs> Start shaving <laughs> off parts of the mushroom. It could also like change depending on the skill you're using. Like if you're in battle, it like almost what looks more like a helmet. But if you're being real sneaky, it's like hood. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but like, there's no explanation. Like it, there's it no just, explanation. Yeah, <laughs> it's not an act of thought. It just does it. <laughs> it just does it. Uh, yeah, I really like your character. I think it's gonna be really, really fun. Um, and yours was the hardest one to kind of try to. Uh, make a backstory because how I div divided up everyone, you got mm -hmm. paired up with Hannah, who is happy go lucky, and you are like, we are all dead. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it was really interesting, and then trying to get your character, which is the whole story of I went to the woods, I live in the woods, I am the woods, and then put you in the single biggest city on the country was uh definitely kind of a weird thing, but it, it, I think it's gonna work like, out great. Why? Why am I here? <laughs> Why would I go here? There's no mushrooms. Maybe, uh, maybe he's got an obsession with making other things that are dead alive. So he's just low key, just poisoning other warforged <laughs> with mushrooms. 
<laughs> eat this, friend. I don't eat. Put it in uh, your face hole. <laughs> put it in your face hole. I'm really excited to see uh, what we can kind of like come up with for how much of his body's been replaced with wood. Yeah, um, I think that'll be really cool. I think you should like if you're in water and you want to float, I think you should float regardless, even if you're unconscious. Like you cannot drown, I think. <laughs> Hold on to me or maybe I'm just I have perfect buoyancy like or what what is it called where you you f- sit wherever you are in the water you don't float or you don't sink oh you're just like an a- equidistant or uh, not equidistant but like perfect density with the water exactly so like with between the metal and the wood i just sit completely where i'm at you're like a- dead bodies float mine could just be stuck in the middle of the water like <laughs> nah i'm good here that would be really funny and you don't need to breathe either so like drowning is never a possibility for you that means if you have any underwater missions, I am your man. <laughs> but you need propulsion because if you're going to be like completely dense, uh, if your dense density is going to be equal with the water, you need something to. I guess you could swim. I was thinking yeah. like we'd like hook on propellers too, but I, yeah, just rip off a piece of bark and use it as a paddle. <laughs> <laughs> I will let you just rip things off if you think you can make tools out of them. But then if you rip <laughs> enough stuff off, you're losing AC, dude. I'm not, I don't know what to tell you. Start ripping off your body. You're going to lose armor. <laughs> fair uh, enough cool well that's what i wanted to go over with your character real quick i'm trying to keep these a little shorter so i want to interview just you ben as a person and here's oh, my first yeah i know here's my first question and tell me if you recognize this one if you had to give yourself D- dungeons and dragons stats what would they be <laughs> what oh, would wow, the scores that sounds, be that sounds wildly familiar that's a good question i wonder yeah. where i heard it from yeah it's like it's like you didn't record the first part of my interview because you wanted to steal how good my questions were. Not the reason. It's just a happy accident. Um, I, I think I think last time uh, we we came to the conclusion that I do have a natural 20 strength. Yeah, um, because there was a math equation somewhere where it was like, oh, if you can deadlift this amount, I think it was like 600 pounds. If you can deadlift 600 pounds, your natural strength score it's, is 20. It's stupid. Like, you look at that and you, like, that's not realistic at all. Like, the idea is like a, what was it, 10 per, like a person with a strength score of 10 can just, like, hold and lift like 100 pounds off the ground or something. Yeah, uh, something like that. It's like, it's like a decent amount. And you, by the book's math equations, which I don't agree with, are still a natural 20 in strength. So. <laughs> Yeah, I think you got that one. Yeah, um, charisma. I feel like I'm pretty charismatic. Um, I would probably say that I'm like uh, a 14. Yeah, just, just, I'll uh, give you a 15. I, I, w- I would just say a low plus two. There we go. Um, That's fair. But um, let's see. I would say that my wisdom is probably a solid 10. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I don't have the best track history of making the right decisions, even no. though I would say my intelligence is probably like an 11 or a 12. I would give you the 12 in intelligence. You were very yeah. book smart growing up, and uh, it was insane to watch you do great on tests and then go shoot Roman candles at each other in the woods. Yeah. Uh, so I, I would say that probably a, a 12 just for intelligence. Um Let's see. What am I missing? Dexterity. I would say that my dexterity is probably also a fourteen. Just, yeah. I'm I'm pretty dexterous. I do play 
sports still, and I still am pretty athletic. So I would say that I'm pretty dexterous, but as dexterous as a six foot two, 300 pound man can be, you you're know? pushing the, other, you put, you're pushing the limits of your strength modifier to have that dexterity modifier too. But I think that's fair. Yeah. So I, I, I would say that that's probably where I'm at. Um, constitution is probably an eight. Right now, I agree. Like, you have like a really a solid, bad circle. Solid eight for right now. <laughs> well, I think we agreed that with like 10 or something was what we first started off as, but now one yeah. Rona later, I would agree you're probably at an eight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a cough. Um, but yeah, uh, I think I think that's it. Am I missing anything? No, I think you did good. Yeah, I, I think that's probably where I would stand. Um Unfortunately, my constitution uh, modifier dropped, uh, <laughs> but so be it. <laughs> hey, all good. All right, so this is my other question is, give me one skill that you think you're proficient in, in Dungeons & Dragons, aka as a real-life person. One skill? One skill. What do you think you're good at if you look at all the skills on a D&D sheet that you yourself are proficient in? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I know, I know which one. What uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, I I will never forget the time where we were at the barn talking about uh, with me and my dad and having you just be his professional bodyguard and how yeah. you would just shave your head, stand there in the corner of the room, and then whenever my dad was talking with someone, you would just go and shout, "What'd you say about my mama?" <laughs> just bum rush people. Just start throwing shit. <laughs> yeah. So no. Yeah, intimidation was what I was gonna say. Yeah, I, I was I was trying to think. I, I I would want to say animal handling because I like it, but also I hate snakes, so I felt like that kind of ruined that. One. You you can yeah you can like you can handle animals very well and just be very particular about one particular animal. I feel like. yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I feel like intimidation has to be it or uh, persuasion because uh, I can't I can talk to anyone and uh, be pretty eloquent with my words. But you have that one persuasion story that I will not discuss here that I will forever, forever talk about. We will have to talk about later because I don't yeah, remember. I will tell you later. Okay. Uh, cool. I have two more questions, and they are pretty simple and <laughs> pretty simple. And I'm really interested to hear your answers to these. All right, you ready? Sure. You're in the game. You're your I lost character. Ah. <laughs> I'm gonna hurt you when the game starts. Anyway, two. <laughs> you're in the game right now as your character. Yeah. You see two goblins squabbling over what color of armor that they are indeed wearing. One tells you it's olive. The other tells you it's dark green. It's the same color you think. What do you do to handle this argument between the two goblins? So, so they're arguing over armor and what color it is. Yes. But I think that it is both colors. You, th you think they're arguing. You think one of them is colorblind, basically. But they're getting violent. They're they're getting violent. Yeah, I I would probably uh, to Toadstool probably wouldn't have much dog in this fight, and he would probably just be like, I think it's this blindly just saying one of them, whichever one was supposedly more right than the other. Mm hmm. Just because he he wouldn't he doesn't really have a, a care in regards to colors. He's he's trying to figure out his his own stuff. Duly noted. We'll start fight with colorblind goblin. Got it. Yes. Yes. We'll instigate. We'll just allow it to happen. 
we'll instigate and kickstart it. Sounds good. All right. Mm -hmm. Another one. You are storming a castle watchtower, and there is a wizard at the top casting fireballs every round. You just rolled initiative, and you're going first. What do you do? Well, if I'm a druid, um, if I'm a druid, it depends on my teammates, but my instinct on my own would be to uh, would be to turn into something that flies and get up there and then uh, turn into a horse and drop on the wizard. (laughs) (laughs) Ten times, it'll work eleven times. Yeah, see that? Yeah, the old horse bomb. (laughs) it It would probably be to turn into uh turn into something and fly up there and try and uh <laughs> stop that because as a druid I'm not going to be the most uh punchy punchy I'm going to be more supporty and I got to be as droppy, droppy as yeah. possible yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I would awesome. probably try and find a way to negate that wizard before anything else perfect all right one last question are you excited are you are you excited you pumped Yes, I, I'm excited. Um, I'm excited to get back out into the world, um, but I'm also excited for the campaign. Obviously, got to do a little bit more research about the world. Um, oh, that yeah. way, I can know everything for Toadstool. But he he is also very young. Uh, he, he they're relatively still new to the world, so it, exactly. it would make more. It would make a lot of sense he's, if you're also unfamiliar. He's also only he's like two years old. Like yeah, like he was. He was created like right before the right before the war ended and never got to actually be sent anywhere. And that's kind of how he got repurposed and sent to the woods to go. Go do a random task. Lord. And they sent him out into the woods to do a random task. And he was like, I like mushrooms. <laughs> These are neat. Uh, cool. Well, I guess, Ben, is there anything else that you want me to ask you? Or do you want to ask me anything before we sign off and tell everyone goodbye? All right. If you could pick one feat in real life to have, what would it be? That was the other question. Uh, So I picked, I remember this. I picked something dumb the first time around thinking I was smart. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and pick the real answer, which is lucky. Yes, I feel like lucky is the only feat that anyone should uh, ever pick for that. I'm going to go ahead and pick another one that's not lucky. <laughs> uh, there's one where it's like, you're like a prodigy. Let's see if I can't look up the actual meaning real quick. Yeah, prodigy. <laughs> I knew it was called something like that. You gain one skill proficiency of your choice, one tool proficiency of your choice, and fluent in one language of your choice. Choose one skill that you have proficiency in, you gain expertise. So I would pick that skill i would pick one language i would like to do i would pick one proficiency which i guess would be like one of my jobs and then i would pick mm-hmm. a tool which i could <laughs> i'm gonna go ahead and try probably pick an instrument and just get really good with that instrument instantly so i'm good at a job i have another language i'm good at with a, a musical instrument slash tool and then i get to be expertise in something too um i'm gonna go with storyteller slash dm Okay, that's what I'm picking. I, if I if I had to pick another one, I would probably uh, I would probably pick uh, durable right now, uh, just to improve <laughs> my constitution because I don't want to have COVID anymore. <laughs> I would pick durable because I'm tired of sneezing and coughing. <laughs> that's really funny. Oh, 
uh ben is there anything else you want to tell everyone uh i'm gonna try to edit this and get this out pretty quickly what do you want to tell people anything about you any secrets any loves any any dreams uh stay healthy and uh let's go bangles in the playoffs today oh, gross <laughs> i'm gonna cut that out that's fine <laughs> i understand <laughs> I, it's a depressing life. I don't want anyone else to experience it. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll cut it out if they lose. <laughs> exactly. Perfect. <laughs> That'll work. All right. Ben, get some rest. I feel better, and I will see you soon, and then everyone will hear you soon, too. All right. See ya. See ya. Bye. Bye. How do I get Greg to shut the fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be great on recording. <laughs> I get that. That one's getting edited regardless. <laughs>